Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is November 17th and we will be reading paragraphs 2511 through 2518 today. And we are closing out the in brief section on the 8th commandment and we will start the 9th commandment today. And today is the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. So happy Sunday everybody. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The sacramental seal is inviolable. Professional secrets must be kept. Confidences prejudicial to another are not to, to be divulged. So society has a right to inf information based on truth, freedom, and justice. One should practice moderation and discipline in the use of the social communications media. The fine arts, but above all sacred art, of their nature and are directed toward expressing in some way the infinite be beauty of God in works made by human hands. Their dedication to the increase of God's praise and of his glory is more complete the more exclusively they are devoted to turning men's minds devoutly toward God. Article 9, the Ninth Commandment. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant, or his maidservant, or his ox, or his ass, or anything that is your neighbor's. Everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. St. John distinguishes three kinds of covetousness, or concupiscence, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. In the Catholic catechetical tradition, the Ninth Commandment forbids carnal concupiscence. The Tenth forbids coveting another's goods. Etymologically, concupiscence can refer to any intense form of human desire. Christian theology has given it a particular meaning, the movement of the sensitive appetite contrary to the operation of the human reason. The Apostle St. Paul identifies it with the rebellion of the flesh against the spirit. Concupiscence stems from the disobedience of the first sin. It unsettles man's moral faculties and, without being in itself an offense, inclines man to commit sins. Because man is a composite being, spirit and body, there already exists a certain tension in him, a certain struggle of tendencies between spirit and flesh develops. But in fact, this struggle belongs to the heritage of sin. It is a consequence of sin, and at the same time, a confirmation of it. It is part of the daily experience of the spiritual battle. For the apostle, it is not a matter of despising and condemning the body, which with the spiritual soul constitutes man's nature and personal subjectivity. Rather, he is concerned with the morally good or bad works, or better, the permanent dispositions, virtues, and vices, which are the fruit of submission, in the first case, or of resistance, in the second case, to the saving action of the Holy Spirit. For this reason, the Apostle writes, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Roman numeral 1. Purification of the heart. The heart is the seat of moral personality. Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication. The struggle against carnal covetousness entails purifying the heart and practicing temperance. Remain simple and innocent, 
and you will be like little children who do not know the evil that destroys man's life. The sixth beatitude proclaims, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart refers to those who have attuned their intellects and wills to the demands of God's holiness, chiefly in three areas, charity, chastity or sexual rectitude, love of truth, and orthodoxy, orthodoxy of faith. There is connection between purity of heart, of body, and of faith. The faithful must believe the articles of the creed, so that by believing they may obey God, by obeying may live well, by living well may purify their hearts, and with pure hearts may understand what they believe. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.